you know what it is uh media boys in the house and guess what you know it's been a while since we recorded and a lot has happened since then i mean we made a a whole ass youtube channel if you're not subscribed it's a media boys podcast right on youtube um you'll see our little logo that's right uh and you know what we're we're getting more views every single day i think one of these days we're gonna go viral i think that i think that rec room video guys you posted uh that one that one seemingly getting a a good amount of views i haven't checked mm-hmm. it but uh you know. yeah i think it i think it's almost to 30 views our youtube channel obviously is, it's on its way up folks and you got to go subscribe to it i'll tell you what uh really the idea here is that all three of us just upload videos that we make or make together or do whatever reviews uh funny gaming vids uh, a weird segment, extra bonus content from this show. Hey, like we already uploaded a a weird uh, thing from last episode where we really went off the rails. I mean, that was good stuff. It's up there right now. It's free content. That's more and more stuff to dive in. So if you're Media Boys head, you better be subscribed to us. All right. Uh, more on the docket. Uh, uh, you know, I what, what I want to know. Uh, I mean, like, what have you guys been watching, playing, listening to that? Well, you know, you didn't re- you already have a plan for reviewing on the YouTube channel. You know, because I I watched Mank. I put a video up on the YouTube channel. If you want to hear my opinion on that, go check it out. Short, we do little short reviews on the channel. Uh, Two minutes. What can I say? I I liked it. Uh, a little spoiler alert for you. Uh, what else, though? I mean, I'm trying to think. <laughs> what else? You guys talk while I think. Uh, I've been playing Cyberpunk. I think I've played like 16 hours of it. Somewhere. Yeah, I, I hit eight hours last night. I was. Uh... It uh, goes like quick, huh? Yeah, it does. It's, it's insane. Um, and I feel like I've barely scratched the surface of the content available i'm just like walking around the city like i it's so detailed and well like the city's so nice and we're also playing it on next gen consoles i've heard that on older consoles it it is it is not as nice but i love just exploring doing little side quests i've never played a game with such a densely populated city right it's it's insane and everybody's doing different things it's it's crazy you talk to people and they'll have lines that i've never heard before and Everybody looks different, and the city's so huge, and it goes on and on. It's it's beautiful. Like, I, I know, it's nice to look at. That's why the driving isn't that good. No, that's why I've kind of elected just to walk everywhere. Yeah, honestly, yeah. And uh, I've I know I've said this about uh, last time I talked about a uh, Watchdog Legion's driving. It is a lot better than uh, than this game. Really. Yeah, it, the driving is not great. Yeah, I haven't tried it in third person. Is it better driving in third person? It, it's better driving in third person. Unlike, like, I drive third person in cars, first person in motorcycles. That, that makes sense. That's good. There's a glitch I kept seeing in that game where uh, characters had their genitals sticking out of their pants. Oh, that's, that's sick. <laughs> uh, hello, game of the year material? Uh-huh. Uh, I think so, but I did not buy it. I don't have it because I don't have a new next gen console. 
Uh, and you know, it, it'll happen one day. I'll just probably get it. I don't know, as a gift. I'll ask for it as like a gift, maybe. I don't know. People, people listening to the podcast don't know this about me, but whenever I play a RPG like this, a first person RPG, I usually try to go unarmed. So I usually just try to use my punching mm-hmm. for the entire game. This one's good for it. This one, oh, it's, knows it's how to do it. It's insane. That's what I'm doing. Like I'm doing like unarmed and then also blunt objects. Like I've just got like a pipe that I'm whacking people with. And like, there's like the perk web for this game is like insanely good. Like um, the blunt weapons, like got it. You can increase the chance of stunning. And then there's other things that you can go off of stunning. Like it's, it's crazy. Yeah. I just got um gorilla arms. Oh yeah. I've heard that one's good. And, uh, or heard that. They're fucking wild. Also, there's a little glitch, I'll tell you, for all you melee users out there. There is a, so there's a uh, upgrade you can get where when you dodge, it slows down time. But if you dodge again while time is slowed, the game doesn't really know how to do that. And then you jump and you, f- you literally fly. You like zoom <laughs> so fast. I'll really have to try that. Sneak up on people. That's sick. Yeah, that that is one thing. The gun, the game has glitches. It's a little buggy. I haven't ran anything too awful though. Just a lot of t posing. I've seen a lot of yeah. t posing. Yeah, t posing. Mm-hmm. Sometimes people just appear. Yep. And that happens. Um, uh, my girlfriend who's playing. Some person was playing air guitar when it was definitely supposed to be a guitar. Oh, just step out in the street. That's fucking yeah. rad though. Pretty sick. Yeah. <laughs> but I. This isn't a cyberpunk review. and You haven't gotten to try it yet, Chris. Hopefully one day we can talk about it a bit oh, more. One of these days I'll try this game. But uh, for now, I just have to stick to seeing people posting pictures of their genitals on the internet. Specifically, their cyberpunk characters' genitals. Uh, yeah. Well, uh, you know, it was neglected. But I'll mention it now. This is our Christmas episode. It's media bows. And I'm not talking about the speakers, okay? No bows. <laughs> it's those, I didn't ask for those. It's those bows you put on the old packages that you hand to your your uh, you know family members, your friends. Uh, and if you're Santa, the whole entire damn world, can you believe that? Yeah, even the kids who get coal still get bows. See, I look, we could sit here all day and uh, we can sit here all day and talk about how Santa makes no sense. All right, we good, you know, because apparently we're we are. I, I'm assuming all three of us are, are non-believers. We don't actually believe in the old fat man. Because what is it? It doesn't make. I'm a I'm a Santa truther. You know, I don't really believe that a, a big fat man could uh, deliver gifts to every single boy and girl in the world. And how is he? How does he really know they've been bad? Huh? You have to have faith. It's you and me and the spirit of giving. We're all Santa. Wow. That's so beautiful. When you put it like that, I actually like to think about that. You know, I, I'd, I'd like to be Santa. I mean, he, he must live a, a nice life, right? I'm looking like Santa. I'm, am I, we're all looking like Santa right now. We've all got our sort of beards, right? We have Santa's hair. We have hair. We have hair. I mean, Will, Will looks most like Santa, though. He's got yeah. that big yeah, beard. I got yeah, the red cheeks also. You're Santa. You're our official Santa. I'm the Santa of media boys. Mm-hmm. 
And what are you giving us? Huh? Coca-Cola products exclusively. <laughs> hey, that's your origins, right? But I asked yeah. for Pepsi. Is Coke okay? You're drinking a Mountain Dew right now, you son of a bitch. I see you. Oh, this product. is a segment to talk about. Welcome to Media Boys. Oh, God. Imported monster. It's weird that it just says import monster energy. It's apparently the monster that they get for uh, Europe and Spain. How does it taste? I don't know, but it's got like a weird top, and I'm afraid to open it. Oh, what the fuck? What, do you stab it with a pencil? Just... Oh, shit. What the fuck? Are you going to give us a taste test on... Yeah, taste test. Yeah. This, is, this is good podcasting material. Very, uh... This is a first Edia Boys... Live. Merry fucking Christmas. Okay. <laughs> Will has been cut by the the uh, foreign monster it's... energy drink. <laughs> I don't know how to open it. He's bleeding out. Somebody look at the tutorial how to open it. How to open an imported monster energy drink. Ow, it's... I think you're supposed to get a big knife and just cut right into that bad boy and chug that. God yeah, get your keys. Down. Fucking stab the side of it. Oh, don't destroy your teeth. All right, maybe uh, before you lose all your teeth and just bleed out, uh, <laughs> we should uh, end Edia Boys because this is a, a, a shit show. All the fans oh, are whoa. so disappointed. Oh, did you get it open? Yeah, it like just... Oh, you just... <laughs> oh. It's like I'm at SeaWorld at the Shamu show. Oh, it's like a resealable deal. All right, let's hear it. Come on, let's hear it. Let's hear the review. It tastes like Monster Energy drink. Woo! Well, it's, it's literally the import part of it that you can seal it. Saw a cool resealable can and knew it was perfect for Monster. The can company said only available in Europe. We said BS. We gotta have it. So speaking of releases, look, you know, we're media boys. You know, we what are we gonna do? Just jump into the content for this episode? Hold your horses, okay? Hold your reindeer. Yeah, hey, yeah, okay. Themed, you're right. Hey, old Santa, get your fat ass off the damn sleigh because we got to talk about some stuff that was announced, all right? Two big things that happened. One, Disney uh, said, hey, we're going to release a bunch of shit, all right? We got 10 Star Wars shows, 10 Marvel shows. Oh, and guess what? We're going to come to your house and beat the shit out of you. I, and that I said the best part. <laughs> and I said, "Hey, uh, at least you know, at least I'll get some human contact for once." Jesus Christ! But uh, if they do beat the shit out of me, it's on. It, it'll probably be a little fun, you know. You know those Disney guys—they love that stuff. When do you think Disney will buy Santa? Very soon. Very soon. Okay, he, they're going to buy the whole Santa Enterprise. All right, and guess what? We're going to get. Five more Christmases. Can you believe Ooh. that? I can't wait, folks. The Christmas TV show on Disney Plus. Each reindeer is going to have their own series. I don't know if you know that, but but once, if you can take one uh, show they announced, right? One show they announced that sums it all up. 
is they're making a uh, a spin-off show for one of the characters from Rogue One. Yeah, I saw that. Like and I look, my opinion on Rogue One, big piece of shit, uh bad movie full of un, unknown characters I don't care about. Uh hey, what's next? A show for uh Max Bebo, whatever his name is, the blue, is it, the blue is guy. Rogue One supposed to be the like the best Star Wars? Look, I have I different didn't like opinions. It. I didn't like Rogue One. Nope. Rogue okay, look, Rogue One does have its own cult following. All right. It does. Well, they can go uh follow some lemmings off a cliff. I'm just kidding. I'm just trying to let off all my coffee energy so the rest of the episode can be low energy. What was better? Star Wars seven or Rogue One? Set which one's seven? Star Wars seven. The Force Awakens. Force Awakens. Yeah, the Force Awakens is better. Yeah. What about Star Wars 8 or Rogue yeah. One? Star oh, Wars 8. 8 is better, yeah. Well, 9, though? Better. 9 is the, Wait, the worst. Isn't, the one, isn't that the one where Leia flies back from space? Yes, and that part's really dumb. That part is... That movie's filled with... All, like It has bad bits, but like overall, I think I appreciate it. I like, eight, like it. Is 8 the one where the grenades fall in space? Because I remember watching that. The bombs yes. just would drop. Yeah. It's also when they pick up the 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 red stuff off the ground and, and what does he say? Sand. No, he says. Right. Is that says he go, he <laughs> he puts his fingers and he goes. He tastes it and he says, "Yeah, this is a salt planet." That's right. This is a salt planet. <laughs> and he looks at the camera. Oh man. I don't like it. I'm gonna tell you what. I I hated it the first time I saw it. I thought it was horrible. Uh, it's grown on me a little. I loved it when I saw it in theaters. <laughs> but we also packed we packed beers into the theater, didn't we? I think so. The last Jedi, the last Jedi blew me away when I saw it in theaters. I was pumping my fist. But like, I don't want this to become a Star Wars podcast. All right, there's a million jackasses out there with star wars opinions guess what i don't want people to think i have opinions of star wars <laughs> no yeah, ju- ju- just watch the 10 star wars shows coming out all We're of them star wars uh episodes right probably we could easy media chlorian boys i got stuff to say about star wars well well don't, hold your horses folks hold your reindeers william hey i'm gonna fucking blast star wars so you better Good. listen. I can blast Star Wars too. I'll fucking You're gonna you're gonna put a war on Star Wars. Yeah. Just like how you put a war on Christmas, you atheist. Everyone's here being like baby Yoda's great. Gronk sucks. What's the name? Grogu. Grogu fucking sucks. What a loser. And I'm here like, uh Grogu's a great name and all of Star Wars is terrible, so I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> Well, look, I, I like Grogu. Grogu, is, I think, is a great name. I think Grogu is a good name. What do they expect? What do people expect him to be named? Like, Jim? They wanted it to right. be named fucking Baby Yoda. Because yeah. they're stupid. Or this like, is... Oh, Yodu. God, I called out so many people. Jesus Christ. <laughs> well, like, Yodu. They wanted to start with a Y. The scene, the scene was going to be, uh, we finally figured out his name. His name is Yoda too, or Yoda Junior. Yeah. Whatever. And no, they say it's whatever you want it to be, and then the audience goes, "Oh, I love uh, mittens." 
Or <laughs> oh, you named him Mitten. I named him Muffin. So. Yeah. What whatever the fans want to name it, right? Fans know best. If you want Grogu, text to Grogu. He's seven eight one one. It's an interactive experience. It's like enter Baby Yoda's name now. Yeah. Most people would just probably type in Baby Yoda. I will say there's one show that interests me, and that's the Obi-Wan show. They bring back Ian McGregor and Hayden Christensen's playing Darth Vader. I, I think that's I think that's a cool little thing. Well, yeah. I watch it probably not, but it's cool. I I actually do like that. I, I think I'm just excited just to see Ian McGregor. You know who mm-hmm. it is. Yeah. Uh, train McGregor. spotting. Yeah, Mr. Train spotting. Honestly, that's really like, you know, um, a lot of the shows are like, there's like three or four shows that are like, this takes place in the Mandalorian timeline. Why? Like the appeal to me, the appeal of Mandalorian is that it feels like its own thing. Um, but I do think that season two, which introduces a lot more characters connected to other shows and, you know, the movies, actually it handled it pretty well. I think it handled it pretty well. Beyond the Disney releases, uh, better, I think in better news, uh, the video game awards happened and um, a lot of new games were announced and I was surprised at how many games looked cool and looked that, that interest me. Yeah. It's gotten uh, me excited for the next gen. Um, the specifically. Right off- oh, go ahead. Sorry. Specifically evil dead. The game. <laughs> that was like the best announcement for me. It, it looks Very so exciting. cool. Yeah. It, it looked like the, uh, J- the Jumanji game, but like better. Yeah. I- Ever since I like saw the Evil Dead movies for the first time, I'm like, this is prime video game material, and they need to do one where all three of the movies are like combined. And now there's Ashworth's is Evil Dead. There's so much more to the, the Evil Dead world that they could do, and it looks like they're going to do something with it because in the trailer they show a knight, and I'm like, okay, that, that's, key, that's clearly a, a character from Army of Darkness. Let's go. Let's do this. It looks like a survival game, right? Like a kind of like cabin defense type deal. That's what it looks like to me. Um, guess we'll see as time goes. As long as they do like, like I, I'm okay with the cabin. You know, obviously they have to have the cabin, but like I really hope they do multiple environments and multiple, like I hope there's a ton of characters to play from the movies and show. Uh, and they, I hope they do like a lot of environments from the show and just like obviously the first two movies only take place in the cabin, but <laughs> there's a lot of possibilities there and I really hope yeah. they take advantage of all of it. They'll, they'll probably do like different maps, but it looks like, it looks like a defense game. Like, a, I don't know, it looks fun. Like just how many waves can you survive? Yeah, there's a, um, uh, an Army of Darkness app game, uh, which was a tower defense game that I used to play a lot. And now it's not on the app store anymore. So it's just non-existent basically. But it was a lot of fun. And that, that that was the last Evil Dead game. Actually, not true. There was another Evil Dead app game that I didn't really like that much. But I mean, are there any other games? Like what are the games that excited you guys? I'm excited for Back for Blood. Yeah, I'm I'm interested in like the Left 4 Dead 2 team making a Left 4 Dead game. I think that's going to be interesting. Well, they, they also, Turtle Rock also did Left 4 1. Oh, they did? I thought they just did 2. Oh, okay, cool. They did. They, 
and hopefully they can uh, i mean evolve was cool but hopefully this one can stick a little bit better than yeah. evolve did i i've been saying for a long time that like there's been no other than vermintide there's been no like left for dead like game no not not really we haven't had that like kind of experience and that's something i've been wanting like i've gone back to left for dead 2 and i'm like i wish we got a modern version of this. and what's what's missing from vermintide is the multiplayer right there's no like versus in vermintide right I'm not, I'm, I'm not too sure. I'm not too sure on that one. Uh, yeah. yeah, because I always thought it was interesting in Left 4 Dead, the the versus mode. Yeah, the versus mode's so cool. Where it's kind of like a speed run mode in a way. Like you got to get through it like in a certain amount of time. Uh, that was the that was the mode I always liked playing. Yeah, because it's still the story. Yeah, but like yeah. I don't know. Yeah, it feels like the regular campaign is training for the versus. Which is that's, fun. That's good. That's smart. Um, I'm excited for the new Perfect Dark. No gameplay, but hey, I think it's cool that a new Perfect Dark's coming out. Yeah. Uh, so that'll that'll be a lot of fun. Um, Sephiroth in um, Smash. Our predictions were wrong. <laughs> Master Chief for Fortnite. We still have a yeah. few characters to come out, so yeah. You don't we'll know. See. I'm holding out hope for Fortnite guy. I'm holding out hope for Halo man. So. Mm-hmm. They'll be coming down the mountain when they come, all right? I mean, Minecraft's in it. They already got a deal with Microsoft. Yeah, so they could easily do Chief. Do it so that I'm right, because I don't like being right. wrong. I like being right. Want to listen to me eat a Pringle? Yeah, do it for the podcast. That was like the perfect munch. Mm-hmm. I'm a Pringle guy. Nice crunch. Nice Thanks, crunch. Guys. That's why I tune into this podcast. Got to hear the crunch. Fat Man. Fat Man. Whoa, it's a movie. I don't know what I'm doing wrong. I've lost my influence. Maybe it's time I retired the coat. You still have it. Some kids with a deer rifle put two holes in the sleigh, one in me. All I have is a loathing for a world that's forgotten. The United States military would like to procure your services. This is a one-time deal, gentlemen. How are you, Mike? Nicole and the kids are well, I hope. Where are you? Job. I'd like you to kill Santa Claus. I'm looking for the fat man. You can't be serious. This is what people actually think of me. Christmas is a farce. I am a joke. What's the purpose of your visit? Hunting. I'm gonna kill some things. There is a rising number of our youth making poor decisions. What the big man's head? Severed heads rot, they mold. They don't want his beard. I'm not shaving off a dead man's beard. Your workers sure have healthy appetites. That's why elves live much longer than humans. And Chris, he does the same. No, it's a giving that keeps him young. I've come for your head, fat man! With Mel Gibson. 
It stars Mel Gibson, not known for doing anything bad. Walton Goggins, who is a god among men. I love Walton Goggins. Great guy. He's so good in everything he's in. Um, uh, this movie's about a literal war on Christmas, which I think is pretty uh, cool, epic, bringing the Christ back in Christmas. And I'm glad they made sure Mel Gibson was the one who was fighting for Christmas. Well, you're right. This is about a war on Christmas. But yeah, what if... What if There's it's- literally a scene where he's like, people don't have Christmas spirit anymore. What happened to Christmas? Well, what if instead of... Hunt- what if atheists, right? Those guys, they want to kill Jesus. That's their end goal. That's why they're atheists, right? But what if instead of killing Jesus Christ, our Lord and Savior, they killed Santa Claus, our gift bringer? Right. Played by Mel Gibson. Played by Jesus Christ, our Lord and Savior. You're right. Mel Gibson is kind of a Jesus stand-in here, right? Because I, I couldn't yeah. think of a man who's closer to Christ than Mel Gibson. He uh, really was Christ. But the idea seems to be that they, they wanted a, a rough and a tough Santa. A guy who's the type of guy who looks like he's lost his mind, who uh, is, doesn't really want to do whatever he's doing anymore, who wouldn't be in the Christmas spirit. I guess Mel Gibson, because that's what he's like in real life. Right, he's lost his mind, and he's a rough and tough type of guy. He so, does the whole movie is trying to do like a Tim Allen impersonation, <laughs> like a yeah, Tim like, Allen Santa Claus impersonation. Yeah, like I think it was like, like we said, like it was somewhere Goodman. between yeah Tim Allen and John Goodman. It's, it's just his just voice of what would Santa Claus sound like? Mm-hmm. Well, that would be that actually would be a subversive choice if it was Tim Allen because. He's known for those family-friendly bullshit, the Santa Claus movies, where he he killed Santa first, right? Yeah. He yeah. beat Walton Goggins to it. Uh, but if he played Santa Claus in this, that would add a little bit of an edge to it. But I think Disney would probably intervene. They'd say, no. Did Disney make mm-hmm. those movies? Yeah, those are Disney movies. There's probably going to be a Santa Claus 4 at some point. You can only imagine. That, yes, I, I think I think it's being planned. I think this is the thing. You know them shits got Home Alone in the damn can. They're making a new Home Alone show, so you know they're going to make oh, a new Santa. Uh, a Home Alone show? Yeah. Well, what about oh, Home, Alone okay. Home Alone for? Yeah, right? Holy shit. These pa- you think these parents would know by now? Stop leaving your children home alone because they're going to end up getting in fights with Joe Pesci and the guy, uh, that the tall guy with the curly hair. Okay, come on, cut it out. Right. 14 hour long episodes of a kid stuck at home trying to fight burglars. <laughs> this just sounds nuts. Or does he just keep getting left home alone? Like at the end of every episode, his parents are home like, I forgot. Oh my God. And then they just leave him again. On the second episode, he actually gets killed off. Uh, psycho style. <laughs> It's a different that'd be, kid. That'd be pretty it, sick. And it's a different kid every it's a different kid every episode. They keep getting killed. <laughs> but the same family. The same family. <laughs> oh my god. Uh boy. Uh but Fat Man. It also stars Walton Goggins. Uh and Walton Goggins. I just watched the uh, Vice Principles and the the gemstones. Uh, the Family Gemstones, right? That's the name of that show. Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah, um, Righteous Gemstones. The Righteous Gemstones, 
and he's great in those shows. He is so goddamn funny. Uh, he he's like really plays the worst people, but he's so good. Yeah, he's, he's so great good. in in general. Like I love him. Uh, Hateful Eight. His character. He, he was he's awesome. He was fun in this. Yeah, exactly. He's probably the better part of this movie. Little hamster. Freak. I uh, Tim and Eric recently did a, a Crimbus special uh, watch, and they commented on it and stuff. And somebody commented and said that they look like Walton Goggins in that special. They like have their hair like all the way back, and it's like big and poofy. And it it look up Crimbus special and Walton Goggins, and it's true. Very funny comparison because that's what he, he has this like sort of look to him. That really uh, gives his just his characters a whole new dimension. It's, he's kind of perfect for these types of characters. In this, he plays a hitman who is sent out to kill Fat Man, uh, Santa Claus himself, uh, by a uh, spoiled brat rich kid. Because uh, he got coal. Because he got coal, and, and guess what? He you know even though he had like a thousand gifts under his tree, <laughs> Santa gave him coal. He you know this kid could literally just order whatever he wants off of Amazon, but instead he pays a hitman, I don't know how much money, probably millions to kill Santa. Makes sense to me. You know what's wild? This movie just like skips over Christmas. Like Christmas Day happens. Like it doesn't even show it. Like I remember being like, wait, was that just Christmas? Did that just happen? Yeah, Chris, like the like uh, Walton like kidnaps a girl at the beginning of the movie, and that's Christmas Day. And then the next shot is him waking up, like getting a present. And... Yeah, well, Christmas has to happen. Christmas is like the inciting incident that convinces the kid, "Oh, I gotta kill Santa." Makes sense, dude, because then next year you're gonna get, you know, nothing <laughs> if he's dead. But like in this universe, right, Santa exists. Okay, and the idea, Santa is real, and he's in our world, and the idea, I'm, I'm sure the concept that they had first was, what if Santa was real? What would that be like? Uh, and, like, what if he, is he, like, uh, I don't know, he's, he's, he's talking to Elon Musk on the phone and shit, and he's doing all these, like, he's like a CEO, uh, but the world has kind of passed him by, um, and sure, yeah, yeah, that would make sense. I mean, he works with the government, and the government is doing like some sort of military project with him. Sure, I think honestly, if Santa was real, I think that type of thing would happen, right? But there's also an added bonus, which now in this world, kids are criminals, and kids are like burning school teachers and like doing evil shit, and that's why Santa has given up on Christmas. Is because, and what is partially pushing these kids to do violence is the fact that they've given up on Santa. But, uh, I mean, there's more distractions for kids than there's ever been. I mean, what kids are going out and burning their school teachers? Yeah. It's, yeah. It's, it's like a weird fake. It's very odd. Yeah. I, it's not really well explained. Yeah. Doing like all of them are evil and doing crimes all the time. Mm-hmm. I think that's like my least favorite part is like it says Santa's real and tries to add realism to it, but doesn't really explain a lot. Like it, it doesn't make sense at all. Yeah. And the only reason why they do the whole military uh, things, basically what happens in the movie is 
Santa has a, a contract with the military and the elves have to start building parts for like drones or something. And the only reason that happens is because they want a big shootout at the end of the movie. Because the whole setup here is that the skinny man, played by Walton Goggins, eventually gets to Santa and they have a big shootout. Yep. Right. Because all the military people there. Because I otherwise, you know, I like this premise. I think this is what interested me in the movies. It's like a hitman, like a standoff with Santa Claus. <laughs> like that's it's it, absurd. It's yeah. an absurd concept that you could make. You could make a good comedy out of this. A good action comedy. Like if they, if they made Santa like the Santa we know, which is like the big cheerful fat man. Uh, I think this would have been better if this actually took place in our world. But like Santa still acts the way he does. If it didn't take yeah. so goddamn seriously. Yeah, it's like hard and gritty. Like, uh, there's humor, but it, not but a like, lot. But like, yeah, not a lot. Like, it's mostly taking itself super seriously. Which it shouldn't have. But it's like, a damn Santa shootout movie. It's clearly trying to be a dark comedy. And really, the, the furthest you get is like, what if a, a hitman threatened a child? <laughs> Because another because of another child wants to win the science fair, or what if a hitman? What if Santa had a freaking gun and shot the gun, and he said swear words and had sex with his wife? Sure, yeah, Santa fucks. You could have that, but I I think this movie would have been so much better if it was the like it would be so much darker if Santa was the Santa we know, but also kind of a scummy guy. Or also like a real freak. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> like the truth about Santa Claus. And I that's definitely been done before. It's just that this is like trying to make it a gritty action film. Uh, and I wouldn't call it like VOD. Uh, I think it looked like it had a higher budget than like a, a straight to DVD movie would. Yeah, um, yeah it did. It like actually but, had like a factory with elves and it looked like mm-hmm. actual like like they shot on location, not that they actually shoot in the North Pole, but you know yeah, they, they shot they, in Canada. He lives in Alaska. Yeah, but yeah. I, I, it isn't a movie I would see in the movie theater though. Like, I would this get a movie theater release? If it did, it'd be it's, very limited. It was in theaters like a week ago. It was, well, you know, in a li- limited release. If you would yeah. have all this in theaters. I don't know what to say. <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry. But you probably do. Email us at mediaboys at gmail.com if you saw this in theaters. Mm-hmm. Or yeah. the drive-in. Yeah. I mean, drive-in, sure. I'm just saying, like, theaters are not... There's no reason to go to theaters right now as we speak. Well, <laughs> AMC is going to be gone soon. Rest in peace, AMC. Yeah. Yeah, it's a, that's a whole other topic. Mm-hmm. But this is directed by two brothers, the Nelms brothers, uh, which I thought was interesting that this is two directors. It uh, doesn't really seem like uh, it needed two directors. Uh, are you eating a hot dog? He's guzzling a glizzy. All right. Thank you for distracting me. What, uh, what the hell was I talking about? Fat man, <laughs> are you trying to say something right now? No, I was just saying I was I, I was hungry. I needed a glizzy real quick. I need a gliz fixed. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's fine. There's one scene in this movie that I really liked, and I've been thinking about it a bit. Uh, how it shows 
the guy traveling. How it shows. What's his name? What's the actor's name? The hitman. Wal- Walton Coggins. Walton Goggins. When it shows him traveling to Alaska through like Canada and stuff, and, like does like cuts of like just what he's listening to on the radio at that time. Mm-hmm. I, don't know, I don't know. That was interesting. It's something that I haven't really seen before. I yeah, like- it reminds me of um, like uh, Bre- this is a completely different movie, like Bref- Breathless from the '60s. You know, the French movie, how like the car scenes are cut in the middle of dialogue and it just like is a jarring like cut where this is like all the songs are completely different genres so it's like a jarring cut so now do i want to compare this to movie the breathless no not really <laughs> but um but it, yes, yeah that one scene i did enjoy i like that mm-hmm. i i know what scene you're talking about and i i agree I, it is like a a neat scene it's a good way to show time without like using like a clock yeah such. Or like a title that says 16 hours later or something. It is. It, it does have that these touches to it that kind of show what could have been, sadly, rather than like what's on screen. Like watching that scene, I'm like, this would probably be a lot better if like this if I actually like liked this character. If I or gave if there a was shit. more yeah. yeah, if I gave a shit. If there was more to this character. Because really he's just like, I don't know, generic hitman. Yeah, and also at the, at the point this happens in the movie, it's like what, like an hour in. It's not not a lot happens, and you just I, I for me personally, it was chore to get through to a certain point. It was it was just really long. It, and this point is before you have any reason to care about him. Like it doesn't show that like he has a pet hamster. Like he hasn't like gone to the pet store to like get shit for his hamster yet. Yeah. Oh, well, Which he's not. Okay. Sorry. Yeah, he's not even a good hitman. <laughs> he literally goes around just killing people and just leaving them behind. He yeah. literally kills he, the army, the military. Yeah. One he's man. not sneaky. He's not sneaky. Like he, he really, it doesn't seem like he really cares that much about this job. He's working for a child. He's clearly, I mean, obviously just doing it for the money. But like if he was smart, like he would just, you know, get, I don't know, not kill people. I don't know. He was he's in disguise in one scene, talking to a guy. The guy doesn't know who he is. He's like trying to get information out of him. He threatens him, gives him the information, and then he kills him. He just leaves the body there. Yeah. So literally the boss <laughs> of this like construction site. No, it was a po- this is the post office. The boss of the post office, well, right? Yeah, yeah. Or are you talking about Sorry. a different scene? Yeah, no, there was the post office. The post office. Yeah. Yeah. Trying to get Santa's address. <laughs> Right? Like, at least, like, a good hitman would, like, hide him. Like, this kid is paying this guy all this money to do that? Yeah, there's so much set up for that scene. Like, he kills the mailman to get his uniform, and then he's in uniform, goes in, sees the boss, and then just kills him. You know, he couldn't have just snuck in? Right? I don't know. Like, it was was a lot. I don't know. The movie's... The movie has this premise that is good. It has a good, like, that's a good, you know, setup for an action movie, actually. It's, it could be, like, a good Christmas film. I mean, it could be fun. I mean, like, Krampus is a dark Christmas film, right? Rated PG-13, but it still feels like, wow, I, I can't believe they got away with this. Like, it's so dark. It's funny, too. It's a very funny movie. 
Um, so, it, you know, you could do a dark, funny take on Christmas. It's been done before. Uh, but they just should have been smarter about it, maybe a little bit, you know, more clever about the premise. Because, I don't know, the writing's just not great. Characters are not very... Uh, they're just kind of just like gritty and they leave it at that. Put them in the real world. It's, All right. Here we go. Can I hear this one? They're one. They're pretty one-dimensional. Here's a here's a thinker. All right. So Santa Claus lives in Alaska in this universe, right? Do you think he can vote? Well, Santa, of course, is an American citizen. Right? Do you, think, do, you think, do you think Santa voted? I actually Chris just Pringle. checked Santa's. I checked his Twitter account. He he put hashtag Stop the Steal. So I, I'm pretty sure he can vote. No, oh, I thought man. libertarian. I don't know. Come on. Yeah, hashtags. Yeah, that's what I thought. He, like he lives in Alaska, so it's like a red state. Like, yeah, it makes sense. He's yeah. a little isolated from the rest of us. You know, he yeah. doesn't. He doesn't really care about what other people go through. He just really cares about if kids have been naughty or nice. Now, and, uh, now, do you think um, the elves can vote? They, I don't, that I don't know. That just seemed like slave labor, and they were feeding them poorly. Um, does he? Does Santa even pay those elves? No, I don't think they, so. They work for the fun of it. They love working twenty-four hour fucking shit. <laughs> hey, you get you get free cookies and milk. I don't think you should be complaining. He I think that was this you. I think they said it was. 22 hour shifts yeah it's 22 hours they sleep they take micro naps throughout the day was the whole deal santa's just like they like doing it and i just let them do it so why not if anything santa should be shut down yeah like they, they probably don't know about like like any other life right so it's like they're fine where they are says santa this is basically a sweatshop he's running There's yeah a lot of human it's rights kind of like it's kind of like the Oompa Loompas in a way, I guess. And the right? U.S. military is all for it. it of course is. they are. I don't even want to think about the Oompa Loompas uh, right now because that, you know, if you get into that whole territory where the Oompa Loompas are basically doing slave labor and uh, yeah. how many human rights issues are going on over there, how many, you know, how many crimes, you know, how many he, laws he, is uh, Willy Wonka from breaking? country, right? He like takes them from another country. Yeah, they're like from another country. Yeah, and he, he's like exploring, and it's like, hey, come with me, work at my factory. Yeah, he fucking like kidnaps them. Uh, I don't even want to think about that. Thanks, Tim Burton. Then we're gonna ruin a good movie. All right. <laughs> all right. Jeez. Let's do the video game, right? Let's fucking get on. Wait, Fat Man. Final thoughts. It was a fat movie. Mel Gibson was. You know, he had a big beard. Is he really fat, though? No. No. He, his, uh, his body is, his, is funky. His body is gross when it shows Wait, after During the sex, the sex scene, scene, or after the sex scene, like, he's got, like, the dark, dark armpits. They're, like, black, almost. Like, a grayish black. I don't know if you noticed this, Chris. But... He's got necrosis or something. I, yeah, I, I probably I have to pause it. To, oh yeah, <laughs> it's one of those movies, huh? You had to pause it on Mel's pubes. You got to count. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You have to. You want the I'm whole experience guy. of the movie. And, you know, I was watching in 4K, so uh, you know you can actually see every single pube. I don't know that. Movies I guess have gone my, a far long way. Yeah, my my final thoughts is it's not very good. Good concept, 
just not done well enough. Need a little, be a little more funny. It's Take a premise movie. It's a yeah. premise movie. When we were all taught, when we were like deciding what to do, like, oh, how about this movie where a guy tries to kill Santa? And we're like, yep, we're all in on that. But it's a big, big uh, waste of time. The movie is an hour of, well, for the most part, not much happens. Uh, I mean, like, there's some stuff in it that's kind of, well, that's kind of funny. Like, oh, uh, real world, but oh, he's kind of acting like Santa Claus, I guess, like eating cookies. Sure, but you need you need more. You, you it just needed to it needed to kick into high gear at some point, and it yeah. never does. Uh, you know, a really quick thought. It's fucked up that Santa eats the milk and cookies of children he gives coal to. I think that's messed up. That is a little messed up. Yeah, <laughs> they aren't for him. They are for him, but what? Oh, I don't know. He's gonna leave the milk out overnight. Oh, I guess that's even worse. It's yeah. all nasty. I can wake up and start it's reeking in the Christmas tree. Uh-huh. So he's doing them a favor. Yeah. There's a scene in this where he, you know, when he comes home from uh, Christmas night, and he has a, he's got shot, right? <laughs> that's right. Somebody yeah. If if this was the real world, he'd be dead. <laughs> the <laughs> amount of, but the amount of houses he sneaks into. Uh, He'd be dead. He'd be shot dead. Uh, yeah. He gets shot dead in this movie and comes back to life. Not unlike Jesus Christ, our Lord and Savior. This is basically a killed Jesus movie. I think that's a bit subversive. Mm-hmm. I recommend this to any Christian listener. Uh, enjoy the film. Pops your popcorn. It's Mel. It's Mel, baby. He made passion. I know. We know you love Mel. Big. Fan. He made passion. He's back. He's back, baby. They, uh, the fucking hitman straightens a cross on the wall in this movie. <laughs> oh, yeah, you're right. Yeah. He, even though he's murdering uh, people, he still respects the big man up there. All right. The yeah. true fat man. All right. <laughs> the big fat <laughs> man in the sky. And that's fat with a pH. Okay. Yeah. Because he's cool. Video game. <laughs> Let's get let's get the F to it. Uh, Fist for a clean clean up detail. Santa's Santa's rampage. Santa's rampage. That's the game. It was More murder. Be, it was going to be Arkham Origins, which has a great multiplayer, but instead we changed it to this because it was shorter. <laughs> yeah, Arkham Origins is a it's a long one, a big one. Even though it took so long to record episodes, we probably could have done it. But uh, we could have done it. We could have done it. But uh, instead, we played a game with not much to talk about. Uh, uh, basically, a mini game. Uh, you can beat it in about two hours if you really feel like it. Uh, it this is a game where you goof about. Uh, the premise is basically: what if you had a? What if Santa murdered a bunch of elves and then you had to clean up after him? That's it. That's it. You're picking up elf party parts. You're mopping up the floors. Yep, you get your bucket, you get your mop, mopping up blood. You have your bucket, your your mop, that's a wet ass uh Santa's workshop. Yeah, okay. There we go. Yeah. And you you pick up bullets, dead bodies, fucking That's about it. You clean. What do you guys think? Well, my I, I actually didn't play this one. No! I played Viscera uh, cleanup detail before. 
and I watched a video of the Santa's workshop. Looks like it's the same game. It is the exact same game, just with a Christmas overlay. Well, look, you can't talk then, okay? Zip it! <laughs> All right, perfect. You zipped it. Folks. I watched the speed run also. The guy did it in 23 minutes. Holy shit. Impressive. And he messed up, so there's time, there's room for improvement if, if anyone wants to get on that. This game is a 3D first-person sh- uh, shooter, <laughs> first-person cleaner. It's kind of like a simulator. You have a mop. You can pick up a bucket with water in it. You can get a toxic bu- dump a bucket to put body parts in and stuff. And then you basically, to get rid of things, you just throw them in the fire. Throw them in the right? fire. Santa? Santa had a moment. He went a little bit ham on the workshop. Yeah. <laughs> and he, he murdered he the model a little bit. Yeah, he, went a little, he got a little cracked. Just a uh, little. Santa fell down. All right, I'll tell you what. And he just kind of went a little bit loopy. We all go a little bit crazy sometimes. Psycho 19. Regular, regular holiday stress. Yeah, and here's the thing. So we're talking about elves and citizenship. Do you think killing an elf in this universe is a crime? Hell no. Uh, yeah. Morally wrong, but not a crime. Okay, cool. Good to know. Okay, so you work for some company, and you really, there's no story. You're just walking around cleaning it up. It's pretty much just an explore the environment game. Uh, And I would say not huge environment, but I understand that this is kind of like almost like a DLC for a bigger game, right? Yes, yeah which I did not play. I, I I own it, but I only played this. I played it for about two hours. I pretty much I pretty much just messed around for two hours, and that was my experience. Yeah. You played this, you played the same, you played Viscera, because Viscera is like multiple levels kind of of the same size, and you, and you just clean them. So it's, mm-hmm. it's the same game. Right, and uh, so really you're just kind of putting body parts of the elves in a bucket and putting it in the fire, and then mopping the floor because there's a bunch of blood and one feature that i really hated was the footstep feature which is where if you step into blood and you go to you know clean up somewhere else you just you leave tracks and i mean look that's realistic today i cleaned up dog piss on the floor okay and i mopped the dog i know before i mopped it i didn't see the dog piss i stepped in it with my shoes on with my shoes on dog piss version Viscera cleanup. <laughs> yeah. Viscera cleanup detail. Viscera cleanup detail doghouse. Uh, and I left piss behind when I was walking around. I didn't notice to pee. So then guess what? I had to mop up even more, right? Because I realized I'm a little pee, pee tracker. Uh, so that's, you know, that's a, a, a level of detail that I can enjoy. I mean, there's detail in viscera cleanup detail. Uh, hello? I think so. You're just staring at me. <laughs> I mean, yeah. Yeah, it's a, it kind of has to be. I think as a game where you just look at little character details and like, I don't know, mess about, it's, it, it's fun. I mean, we didn't play the multiplayer, which is a, I really wanted to play the multiplayer. Uh, but I think getting together with some friends to clean up uh, some kind of dark, morbid... 
uh, other what would otherwise goofy. be a little goofy. You say goofy? Fucking twisted. Oh, you it's dark humor. It's South Park of this game, huh? Yeah, this game's a bit twisted. Uh, there's like you can pick up notes and notes that children read to Santa, and they say stuff like, "I think you're a freaking ass. I'm gonna send Walton Goggins after your ass, fat man." Uh, and it's it, it's it, as that premise, the idea of cleaning up a place with your friends sounds like fun. Yeah, but, it's also kind of relaxing in a way. I don't know. I, I think it's a relaxing game, just kind of mopping up, cleaning. Yeah. Kind of like the, some sim games are. On the menu, it said, like, uh, you're going to be scared or something. I forgot what it was, but it was basically saying this is like a scary game. Not no. really. Not really, because nothing attacks you. <laughs> unless uh, blood scares you. Unless you're, what are you, scared of the idea of a bunch of elf, dead body elves? All right. The elves were probably freaks. All right, I'll just say that. The elves are probably bad people doing doing big drugs to get through their, their awful off shift. With his fucking erect penis. Yeah, I don't know if you know this, but all of those elves that were murdered by Santa, uh, they just got out of prison for manslaughter. So maybe they deserved it, right? Manslaughter they did. If Halloween. Well, they all are killers. <laughs> Earlier we were talking about if no redemption, huh? Elf uh, killing an elf was a crime. How would you c- convict an elf of a crime? Right, like it's an elf. Do they exist? Who would be like, oh yeah, the earth, the elf murdered my uh, my wife. Like that's a fucking lie. I'm, I'm sure fantasy creatures have to do jury duty, right? So, like, who do you got on this board? You got the Easter Bunny. You got you got the Tooth Fairy. You got uh, Sasquatch. They're all there, but they always get dismissed because they're not part of like they're not a good fit. They're not. Imagine going to your goddamn murder trial and there's a fucking unicorn in the stand. Like, what what the fuck are you gonna do? Now this. It's a premise that we need to explore. I got a movie <laughs> yeah, idea. The jury duty full up of <laughs> fucking cryptids. Mm-hmm. So you're going to have to prove a few things, right? You're going to have to appeal. You have to ap- appeal to their fantastical senses, right? Say things like, say you got to be like, okay, look, they say I murdered my wife with a big fat carving knife. But I have to ask you a question. I'm a fantasy creature. If I were to murder my wife, it would be, it would be, you know, big and, and fantastical. I'd have like, I don't know, I'd give her a poison gumdrop, right? So it really doesn't make sense that I would just simply murder her with a knife. I don't think so, pal. And in the audience, you know, the jury, which once again are made up of fantastical creatures, uh, would say things such as, I believe him. Yeah. I, if, you know, and an Easter bunny would be like, I, I, if I were to kill my wife, it would be with a poison egg. <laughs> I like you get funny voice, and then, and then, yeah, and then the witches are like, "Oh, all her eyes are still there. None of them are in the stew. He didn't do it, right?" Wow. And Hansel and Gretel, who are also on the jury stand, they would say such things as, "You know, we were almost murdered, right?" We learned that if you get thrown into a fire, you're toast, right? And you get eaten by a witch. So I think this elf, if he were to murder his wife, they'd he probably 
he would eat her. So they, you know, they're following along here and they say, innocent. Actually, I would like to watch a 12 Angry Men type but, movie with fantasy characters. That, that would be a lot of fun. 12 Fantasy Men. And guess what? I'm not talking about Zac Efron and all those hunks Ooh, in Hollywood. Magic Mike. Oh, boy. <laughs> <laughs> no, baby. Would, I'm talking about I mean, I fantasy creatures. Oh, 12 Angry Men with Zac Magic Efron, yeah. Chris Evans, Magic Mike. Oh, Okay. This is All this right. is sort of our fat man, right? Our twisted premise on, like, this is our Shrek, really. Oh. <laughs> I mean, this is like this could be Shrek five. Here's hoping. Oh, Here's fuck. hoping. How wild, how wild would it be if Shrek five, the entirety of the movie, took place in a courtroom? It was because like Shrek murdered Fiona. Yeah. Or, <laughs> why does it have to be white? Why does it have to be wife murder? <laughs> Uh, I think that's a bit too dark. Okay, Fiona killed Shrek. Shrek's not even in Shrek 5. They're convicted for Lord Farquaad's murder. They're on trial for that. You, so that's actually a good idea because in a Shrek movie, you would expect Shrek to show up. But what if Shrek is dead? <laughs> <laughs> it's like a Metal Gear Solid 2 like type of thing where it's like, oh, you thought Shrek was going to be in this bitch? He's in the first five minutes. Now he's fucking dead. He's or dead like now. Godzilla, or Godzilla remake, right? Oh, you thought fucking... Oh, you thought Brian Cranston was going to get into a big mech suit, dumbass? <laughs> yeah, right. He died. Fuck off. <laughs> He's dead. I would watch that. Shrek's dead. I I think that's an interesting concept. You sold me. I'd watch yeah. it. I, I would watch that. Yeah. Hey, if the dream works, you know, make it. That's what the, the slogan is at DreamWorks. I don't know. If you know <laughs> oh, is it really? If the dream works, get some cameras and film it. Oh, wow. You know, Chris Farley was supposed to be Shrek. Okay, look. I watched, I, I watched the animatic yesterday. The yeah, it's time. interesting. Mm-hmm. That is a neat thing. But, but instead, uh, he had to go live in the big fan down by the river in the sky there is a fan by the river in the third shrek uh, i do want to say that so little nod to chris farley and s and l we don't have to get into snl again okay yeah let's it'd be good youtube content though Hmm. Hmm. Well, Viscera Cleanup Detail, Santa's Rampage. Final thoughts. I give this game a, if you already own it on Steam or if you got it in some sort of uh, uh, humble bundle or whatever, check it out. Give it a go for maybe a few minutes. Uh, It's a quick download. It's fun. It's It's a goofy little game. And you know what? I kind of wanted to play the other Viscera Cleanup Details. there are multiple. There's I have I own the Shadow Warrior one and I own the actual game itself. Uh but it's otherwise it's really just a mini game, not worth too much of your time. And if you have some friends that want to give it a go, give it a go. And if you can handle gore. <laughs> wow. If that doesn't scare you. Christmas. You know, this is our Christmas episode, Media Bows. Um, and what's a little Christmas without the overplayed Christmas Christmas music? That we have to hear, even beyond death, even beyond death, I'm sure they're still playing it. In, uh, playing it up in the big old Christmas in the sky. Oh, yeah. 
nothing more Christmas than Christmas music. And if you're in heaven, I mean, obviously they're going to be celebrating it up there and you're going to have to hear it for, for eternity. It would be Jesus's birthday. It wouldn't be Christmas. Uh, Jesus's birthday, actually not on the 25th. He, right? Isn't Christmas about him being born? Could you imagine being born on Christmas? <laughs> God damn, he's only going to get one set of gifts. That sucks. Fucking my dad, God, is going to fucking stiff me again on gifts. Was he going to kill me? <laughs> on, on Christmas Day, Jesus was born, and that's why we get gifts. On Easter Day, he was killed. And that's why uh, uh, he... Oh, my dad's going to kill me for this one. <laughs> and that's when he was given the lift, right? Because he, he, he came out of that rock or whatever. The rock was pushed aside, and he got up, and he lifted up to heaven. And that's the rhyme you have to remember if you forget the date. You know, we, if, you, if you forget your Christian lore, you know, you get them mixed up in your head. It's fine. We're all human. Um, and humans love Christmas music, right? They do. They can't get enough of oh, it. Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. And I was looking, and I was like, what's the best Christmas album? People cite today's album, a, a Chris, Christmas gift from to you from Phil Spector. All right. Now, right off the bat, it's just like, <laughs> Phil Spector uh, is a murderer. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's, that's right. kind of like the draw to this is Phil Spector is a convicted murderer. Yeah. Well, um, now, that's now, probably what he's, he's in prison. He, yes, he is in prison. Uh, that's you not what, him, Chris? No, oh, no, no, it no. was just an elf, so <laughs> it doesn't count. No, no. I'm did he say, not go to prison for the murder? He did, but I'm not going to say this is the draw to this album. <laughs> and it's interesting, right? Because, like, it's kind of like the Charles Manson writing Beach Boy songs. No, too. it's not. Yeah, there's some interest level there, you know, like looking back on it. Like, that's kind of the reason I wanted to pick this is like, oh, it's got Phil, Phil Spector tied to it. You wanted, to, you wanted to pick this album because of a crime? <laughs> yeah, because the guy's name is on it and he murdered somebody. Interesting. It's, yeah, it, it's All interesting. Right. It's not like that's messed up. That's messed up. Now you look like Walton Goggins, okay? Wait, are you serious? You've never been drawn to a thing because somebody like was a killer or anything? Well, look, I'm I'm not looking at the man, all right, Phil Spector, because this album is of, it's not Phil Spector making, who's sorry, Phil Spector's not performing on this album, all right. We on this album we got the Ronettes, you got Darlene Love, you got the Crystals. Uh, he does show up. He shows up eventually and, and speaks right into your ear, but yeah, Bobby <laughs> Sox and the Blue Jeans. This is an album that is important in Christmas music. You know, it's uh, I would say and in. I guess just in the music world, because Phil Spector oh. at one point, yeah. because the whole the crime thing happened in two thousands. Okay, mm -hmm. if you want to know more about the crime, I'm sure there's a good crime podcast out there for you to listen to. Well, also there's an Al Pacino movie um, where he plays Phil Spector. Perfect. Go watch. Or Al is it a miniseries? I forget. Go watch Al Pacino do crimes. But look, yeah. this album—it's like when the Red Power Ranger killed somebody. Mm -hmm. Did the this red is interesting? Is the Red Power Ranger an iconic uh, music producer? No, but he is the Red Power Ranger. He's like the Power Ranger. 
Phil yeah, Spector's Phil, production techniques changed music. Yeah, he he had like a technique called like the wall of sound, uh, which you can really hear like on the Ronettes, um, where it's just the production is just like full blast coming at you. And you can tell that on this album, like instruments are kind of just like topped over each other, just really loud, but it's nice. It's nice. It still works. It shouldn't work, but it works. Uh, and I mean, after this album, then he started producing you may have heard of them, the Beatles. He's basically part of why the Beatles became so big and their albums. Uh, yeah. He's I, one of the, considered one of the great producers. I, I find it interesting that like a producer like puts, the, puts his name on this album. Like it's Phil Spector's, um, that he had that much like power or like familiarity as a producer to put his name on an album like this. Apparently he retired after making like like I think like the year after this or something. But then he came back. He made a he made a, a little comeback to you know work with the Beatles. Uh, and uh, you know his at one point he was I guess the biggest pro- producer in the world. I guess, but this isn't you know I don't really know. I don't really want to go into Phil Spector's history too much. I don't really know that much about him. Um, yeah, just know he's he's important. You know, Wallace you know, Sound technique is still used to this day. You do a bunch of stuff. Murderer. Yeah, you do yes. a bunch of stuff. You know, you, you innovate, you change the game, you do all the stuff, and then you murder someone. And, and then you're known as a murderer. And then you're not. You're no longer Phil Spector. You're Phil inspector's favorite guy to uh inspect because you're a killer right mm-hmm. you've seen his mugshot i just looked up his mugshot yes that mugshot the classic he's yeah. got like he's like bald he's got like a ring of hair around yeah the hair it's like sticking out and everything i knew phil specter as a murderer before i did as a producer so i i feel like maybe young that might be a thing because i remember this was a big deal when it when it was going on um i'm just gonna say something about the album real quick oh, I, you actually want to talk yeah, about the album i want to talk oh about God. the album real quick uh i didn't before i listened to it right i was like oh, okay well this is gonna be something you know sort of christmas themed christmas themed album i listened to it and it's just all the songs I've been listening to my entire life. Yeah, that's that's what's I guess what makes this so great is these are the Christmas songs that are played. Not just like covers. This is what gets played. These exact versions. And here's the thing. These are actually good songs. I mean, despite the fact that we've been hearing these songs for our entire life, like the performances on the these songs are awesome. And I mean like Production value, uh, a lot of great work put got put in this album. There's a reason why the Christmas songs on this album are played instead of any other Christmas song. Right. I mean, Phil, this is an album where Phil Spector is just like, what if I got a lot of uh, great black artists to make some great Christmas songs? Yeah, you know? like they're great. Like anything the Ronettes do, do on this album, I think just yeah, amazing. It's solid. Really incredible. Uh, I mean, it, if, if, if you're listening to this podcast and you're wondering, oh, have I ever heard this before? You've heard, you have, <laughs> you have heard this before. Santa Claus is coming to town. Uh, 
Christmas Baby, Please Come Home. Uh, uh, I saw uh, Mommy this, Kissing Santa Claus. This is that version of Slave Ride. It's the yeah. version you're thinking of. Frosty yeah. the Snowman, White Christmas. It's um, it's insane. Like the amount of like hits that came off of this. Um, it, it does suck that I've heard it so much in my life, but when I sat down and listened to the album, I tried to think into the context of like, okay, let's let's clear that I've heard this a billion times. Let's kind of listen to this as new of years as I possibly can. This was the first album that I listened to that I couldn't listen to all right in a row. I I got to like Sleigh Ride and like I heard the 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 clopping of fucking clip clopping of um fucking hooves and I was like I can't do this. <laughs> I can't do this right now. I was just so not in the Christmas spirit at that time. Like the sun was glaring into my eyes while I was driving and I was like this sucks. I'm not gonna I can't listen to this anymore understandable I did feel a little weird sitting at my computer listening just listening to Christmas music on my headphones yeah. because I I don't really listen to Christmas music like if I want to you know that's not really a, a thing I, I do so it's weird that I specifically picked on Spotify this album to listen to but I but I guess that's a weird thing. Uh, people in my job were talking about having Christmas music playlists. They're like, oh, just turned on my Christmas playlist. It's all I'm going to listen to. It's like, okay, all right. Sure, yeah. but I mean, like, if you have a Christmas playlist and you like, um, I guess, the more traditional Christmas music, uh, even though this is, it's weird to say that about this album because it, it is uh, so innovative for its time, and it is game changing in terms of Christmas music, but it is, it's not like classically produced, right? It's that wall of sound and it does sound like there's so many instruments happening and it sounds like it could easily go into chaos or like not, uh, you know, be anything melodic, but it is. And I mean, the singing on it is fantastic. Uh, I think honestly, I think, it's somehow kept together and I, I they the way they do that is just so uh you know well done yeah but, and this this album's so well documented there's a lot of history behind it like um like a murder brian brian, <laughs> brian wilson was supposed to be on here he wanted to be on here like yeah he wanted to get I him get, his friend uh charles uh -huh. You know. All right, all right. It didn't hey, happen hey. until two thousands. Okay. Phil, Phil, there's this guy named Charles. I think you'd really like him. Oh, I think you. I think, think, you, I, Phil, I think you'll hit it off with Charles real well. <laughs> uh -huh. And you yeah, know what? Brian? You know what? They probably Who did. did. <laughs> you. What are you gonna do? You know, they they were friends. Did you kill someone? If they had a friendship, if they had a friendship, if if Manson and Specter got together, hung out, what the hell are you gonna do about it? Because friends that are so important right would be so interesting what if they made an album together double the interesting level i there you go i'm sure they talked yeah they were both I'm like, sure they knew each other they had to run into each other at some point and you know what uh check it out in my new mini series uh it's manson inspector and they're kind of like cop buddy cops it's a buddy comedy buddy co oh that's an on our on our new true crime podcast. Sorry, uh, did I say cops? They're more like buddy 
Buddy Freaks. Uh, you know, we probably wouldn't even talk about Phil Spector if his name wasn't in it and if he didn't pop up in the last song to tell you, Happy Christmas. Yeah, I, uh, I really wanted to get everyone together. I, I hope you love this album, uh, basically and, like that. And now yeah, I'd like to bring out... Me in 2003. I'd like to bring out some <laughs> of my friends. Can you guys come out here? Uh, Woody Allen, uh, Charlie Manson, uh... <laughs> Other freaks. I don't know. Louis C.K. <laughs> yeah. Louis C.K., you're going to grow up to do great things, buddy. <laughs> Thank you, sir. Put that away, Louis. Put it away. Come on. All right. Uh, well, you know, at the end of the day, it's a good album. And I don't, I'm not going to, it's a good album that I'm probably, I'm never going to like sit down and listen to all this again. Mm-hmm. But uh, you will I, listen to again. If I ever had to make a Christmas playlist, this is going in it. Some of these songs are going in there because you have these are just essentials. If you have a Christmas playlist without these songs, you're you must be smoking freaking crack cocaine. It's it's a shame that the uh, a murderer made the uh, best thing this week, huh? Yeah, well, I mean, look, what are you gonna give it to Mel Gibson? Hello, God. We're just co- now. The next thing we find out, Mister Cleanup Detail was made by like a horrible person. Yeah. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas, hey, everyone. I hope you all have a good Christmas. Uh, yes. Uh, Stay safe out there. In, yeah, our best in show is, I guess, the Phil Spector album. So, cool. And if you're a murderer, don't listen. Can you turn off the podcast, please? We, we don't need that. We don't need that toxic toxicity Chris, in our life. Chris, no Chris. We, we, we could use all the viewers that we could get. But, but they're I, killing other listeners, right? Other oh, they're killing other lists. Oh, we don't need no, that. No. We don't need that. Okay. That's a bit toxic if you ask me. So. Killing people? You've killed someone? You're canceled. I'm sorry. Phil, you're on You're on the Media Boys canceled list. You're done for, buddy. You don't want to. That's a list you don't want to be on. Uh, and, and well. We'll kill you. Yeah. <laughs> For Christmas time, holidays. Hey, have, have a happy holidays. I'll say it. <laughs> <laughs> You're not afraid to say it, Chris? Happy I'm holidays? Af- I'm not afraid. Hey, happy holidays. Happy holidays, guys. And if you, don't, if you don't give a shit about happy holidays, have a good day because uh, you're so lucky, right? You don't have to pay thousands of dollars in presents every year for your spoiled rotten kids who... Who I'll just say it. My child tried to kill Santa. Oh, is that cyberpunk? Uh, I have put my head. I put my headphones over my eyes, and I look like I'm uh, Blade Runner now. How do you feel about the music in Cyberpunk, Nathan? It's is it to you during combat? It's really loud. Loud. It's way too. It's like what Prey was like. You remember when Prey when it came out, it had loud <laughs> yeah. music. This is just like you can't hear anything. You can't it's hear loud. anything. It's so loud. And I'm on the and, like in a car and everything too. Like in car, yeah. like really loud. And, and in the radio, I'm trying to find the um, the grime song, the Run the Jewel song, the ASAP Rocky song. Still haven't gotten it. What was I that think, made? I don't know. May, maybe like 90s, thirty years seven, ago. Maybe nineties. Sixty years ago. Yeah, because cyberpunk started becoming a thing, like, you know, it was written, like, in the 60s or so. Um, cyberpunk. 
a series of but yeah this game feels like a tabletop game with all the choices and yeah. customization that you have i think i think uh it has like more in depth with rpg elements than any like action rpg game i've ever played like mm-hmm. more, more so than fallout yeah maybe like the same amount of like deus ex yeah, I, well, I think it's more than Deus Ex, because Deus Ex, you kind of level up your augments. Your augments are already in there, but this, you, you level up perks. You have street cred, and augments are a completely opposite thing. Augments are shit you buy, and which I find interesting. Um, and this game doesn't take itself as seriously as Deus Ex, which is something I kind of appreciate. Yeah, um, there's, something, there's something about your character, though. Like, are you playing girl or guy character? I'm playing a girl character. How's the dialogue? I... What are you playing a male character? Because yeah. I actually was playing the girl, and I was like, "Oh, I don't really like this." I wonder. I'm if guy playing the guy, and I'm like, "I don't really like my character style." It's just like uh, they're so serious all the fucking time. Yeah, exactly. Is that, is that are you finding that the same problem? I guess not all the time. Like, like your options, like, like, talking to Jackie, were like, "Can you shut the fuck up, man?" Or like, "What are you fucking idiot?" Like, there's a whole scene where like you can't just not be mean to him really is that is that i haven't gotten is that before the heist it's it's like yeah it's like around the heist okay yeah because i haven't moved for i've been just doing side shit man that's uh, i'm loving it but i heard the heist mission like that first mission's really good it's very good yeah i'm gonna probably do that today well i'm i'm actually gonna just no life this game this weekend since i have the time i'm just gonna veg out and play i like cyberpunk chris (laughs) <laughs> sorry chris i'm liking listening to it yeah i love it i i'd i'd recommend it as soon as you can get it it's cool it just it sucks that on old gen consoles it's like not supposed to be good at all do you have a, you have a ps4 pro or just base ps4 base ps4 base i'm not PS4. i'm not bothering with it until i get like a new console i'm hungry <laughs> get you let's, some glizzies let's end the recording now yeah but uh it was nice talking to you guys Love you. Well, we'll have to decide what what we do next. Twenty twenty, right? Just kind of do something small. Yeah, yeah. For uh, you know, for media bows, our uh, special Christmas themed episode. I will say this: Happy holidays. One more. Happy time. holidays. Happy holidays. We also didn't say who we are at the beginning. I'm Chris I'm Neely. Nathan. I'm Nathan. I'm saying all at the same time. <laughs> I'm William Two, one. I'm Chris Neely. Um, be sure to check out our YouTube channel. Um, be sure to, you know, like and subscribe. We'd love for you to get more Media Boys content this holiday season. And tell someone about us. It really helps. Perfect. Follow, follow me. Follow me. Dogman.com. You know what's up. Oh, Hive. Who's me? My music. I have music. I'm making music right now. I'm actually being creative making stuff. So make sure to look up Hive or DJ Honeycombs on Spotify. Check me out. And uh, The Chris Show with Melia just released uh, two new episodes. So um, I guess check that out also. Just plug it. Plug in away, dude. Plug in, yeah. Yeah, yeah, check it out. We just did a Rec Room video on YouTube. And the Rec Room video is good shit. It's Funny Man Gaming for real. Mm-hmm. All right. Bye-bye. Bye, guys. See you.